0: hey welcome to diary of a sex therapist my name is elizabeth accordingly and today i just want to encourage you i want you to know that god is in the belly of hell it was david who was speaking he says if i go to the heavens you are there if i lay my bed in the belly of hell you are there many times when life seems to be messy and crappy it feels like God it's not possible that you are here I remember the day they called me that my father had died I had spoken to my dad on Monday and I was working on a project for a client, a content client I was supposed to finish the work by Monday deliver it on Wednesday but as my culture I would always finish two days before or a week before the delivery date depending on how long the work is for so when my dad called i'd had a mistake on my system which deleted the whole document meaning i had to start and finish by tuesday since i remember i said i was delivering on wednesday so when my dad called me on monday we spoke as i picked the call first thing said is "Ah, you don't abandon me blah blah blah. blah my dad tend to play a lot and then he teased me i spoke to my younger brother i said okay don't worry i'll call you when i'm done this work meaning i'm going to call them on wednesday and then wednesday i finished the work i was so excited i took myself out blah 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 went to the salon cut my hair just prepped up feeling good and fly you know only for my brother to call me in the night when my brother called us, hey guy i didn't say i won't call you and he said they've not told you they've not told you as he said it i don't know how i knew I just knew my dad was dead. Guys, my father was gone just like that. My brother was the last person to see him alive in my house on Wednesday morning. He got in a car. It was a two-hour trip. He didn't even get to his destination. The car had an accident. He died on impact on the spot. He didn't even make it to the hospital. He took him straight to the mortuary. In this pain, God, ah. When they told me, one part of my body was paralysed, the other part was trembling. I got to my friend's place. I called my friend who's a grief therapist, Tolu of Francis. He's a grief therapist. And I called him and he said, leave your house now. Go to your friend's place. I told him I was fine. I said, no, you won't be fine. It'll be a long night. I went to my friend's place. And we started talking. One thing got to another. I started crying. I was praying in tongues. I was screaming i was screaming in tongues because about a week or two weeks before that day the lord has said to me child your laughter has just begun i can't forget that child your laughter has just begun and my father dies how does my father dying bring laughter i was gosh, it was a lot of emotions fast forward my birthday that year towards the end of it My relationship was gone also it was terrible to say the least i was constantly weeping sniffing crying rolling on the floor in my room hitting my rug it was just a lot of emotions and i was teaching sexuality code about 30 teenagers were looking up to me to help them Break through addictions, help them understand sex, help them leave toxic relationships, help them know how to sexually defend themselves and I was teaching them some of those days, I'm teaching and I'm wiping my nose oh Lord, get in the belly of hell get in the belly of hell you will find the Lord though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death it is not funny, see it's not as interesting as I'm making it sound. When you are in those places that feel like hell, sometimes you don't hear God. It feels like you're walking in the dark. It feels like you're just feeling the walls of the tunnel and you're walking. Sometimes it feels like you're hitting your leg against a stone. Or uh, he said he has given his angels charge over you to bear you up unless you dash your foot against the stone. But in those days, it will feel like you've dashed your foot against the stone. It will feel like you've smashed your head against the stone. It will feel like you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death. And you are fearing the evil inside it. But though you go to the belly of hell, the Lord will find you. Sometimes the belly of hell is an addiction. And it feels like you are undeserving of God. It feels like you are not enough. It feels like you are not worth it. It feels like the Lord does not need your kind. I remember the period I was struggling with addiction in school. One period I told God, I said, God, maybe you did not save me well the first time let me backslide then you can save me again hi I have an idea what I'm talking about I don't know where you are but whether you are in the belly of hell the Lord is with you it does not feel like it hey but a little here and a little there and the day will dawn it does not feel like anything is growing but line upon line precept upon precept it does not feel like you hear the voice of the lord telling you this is the way you walk therein. it feels like you are stumbling but there is him who is able to reroute a man there is him who is able to keep you from falling there is him who has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways there is him who is able to deliver even the lawful captive there are days When I feel like I don't want to be saved. There are days when I feel like, Lord, I am losing too much. But I also know that I am not alone. I am not alone. I am not alone. I am never alone. Ah, there are days. There are days. There was a time last year. I remember crying on my bed. I was weeping. I was groaning like, God, you don't love me. I don't get how you love me and I am here and my life is here. It was a time and a season where people were mocking everything I was doing. Like see you, there is no growth. You would have prospered if you were in this. You would have done better if you were in A, C, a B, and C has moved on ahead of you. These people who don't even have half of what you have. These people who don't have the skill you have. And it looks like everywhere I turned, someone was mocking something. If they're not mocking the fact that I was a therapist, helping people, but I didn't have a relationship, they were mocking my finances they were mocking my work they were mocking my visibility they were mocking all sorts of things there were things in my life that were not working personally that i could not talk to people about i come out every day and i'm smiling and it feels like god where are you but like david i know that whether i'm on the mountaintop and i'm glowing and everybody is drawn towards me oh i'm in the valley oh i'm in the belly of hell And it feels like this is too hot. And it feels like this is uncomfortable. And it feels like nobody loves me. And it feels like nobody sees me. And it feels like nobody wants me. When I feel like I'm in the fire, like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And it's like, God, I only got here because I was defending you. I was showing forth your glory. That's how I ended up in the fire. I have always found out in the past few years of my walk with god that he shows up in the fire it does not feel like motivation when it happens there is no drum rolls for when he enters the fire there is no sound of alarm there is no trumpet sometimes there is no prophet to announce it sometimes there is no worship leader to sing the presence sometimes there is no extraordinary manifestation of his presence but i turn and i look around and i wonder when did i come out of the valley of the shadow of death when did i make it out when did i come out of the fire when 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 sometimes i can't even track when 99 percent of the time i can't even track when i came out of the fire i can't i just know i'm out I just know I have come to Rehoboth. I'm in a tight place, in a place that feels like it's squashing me. And all of a sudden, I find out there is enough oxygen for me to breathe. All of a sudden, I come into a place of extra honor. All of a sudden, I come into a larger platform. All of a sudden, I come into a place of bigger content. All of a sudden, I come into a place where there seems to be oxygen to breathe. And I'm wondering, Lord, when did you do it? When did you show up? And it's like, I never left. He never leaves, he never sleeps, he never slumbers, he never tires of hearing your prayers. When you are weak, he makes you stronger. He never leaves, you are never alone. You do not have a high priest who cannot be touched by the feelings of your infirmity. So you're making your new year plans, you were excited in January, and all of a sudden it feels like there is a great lock. He never sleeps, he never slumbers, he never does, he never gives up, he never stops watching, he doesn't go on sabbatical leave, he doesn't leave you unguarded. He is always with you. The Lord keep you. The Lord strengthen you. I pray for you that out of the eater comes something for you to eat, and out of the destroyer comes something sweet. Though the Arkas tried to grieve you, your bow will abiding strength. By the Lord you break through the troops, and by the Lord you run over the walls. In the name of Jesus you are kept, you are sustained. The Lord give you men, men who will break through the camp of Philistines for you men who will watch your back men who will be on guard with you you will not be weak you will not be weary you will not faint in this season I pray the Lord sends your way Aaron's and oars. the Lord sends your way Jonathan's who will watch for you have a great weekend God bless you